You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Now, kind of talking along the lines of contracts, and we've brushed on the new additions for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we definitely have to get into the big, more so off-season conversation. The guys had their Lightning uh, exit press conferences on Tuesday. We got some interesting information. Of course, the biggest thing that we have to talk about is the conversation around Alex Kalorn. Um, I'm sure you probably saw most of the quotes mm-hmm. from that press conference and the unknown of what can be done in order to keep him in Tampa Bay, regardless of how bad him and his teammates want him to remain here. What do you think are the chances or percentage or scale of one to 10 that Alex Kalorn could be retained and stay in a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey? Yeah, um, I was thinking about this a lot yesterday. And I think the, the biggest thing that kind of further complicates it is that Ross Colton will also be in line for another contract as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't see how that they can keep both of them at the same time. So for me, it's going to come down to maybe one or the other. And there might even be a scenario where neither of them are back here. But mm-hmm. uh, Kaloran, you know, he's expressed his desire to want to play here, you know, until he retires. And that's going to be really put to the test in my eyes, just because I think that he could probably get a lot more money um, on the open market than he would be able to get here. So as far as uh, my confidence level, I, I would say, I'd, I think I'd have it like a, a four out of 10 that Kalorn comes back. I, I, I just don't really see it being possible unless he's willing to take some significant uh, sort of pay cut. Yeah. And that's the hard part as I've been processing that exit meeting heading into it. Um, I hopped on and talked with Pat and Aaron on their show and they were asking, mm-hmm. you know, what do I think about Alex Lauren? I'm, I, I confidently in that time <laughs> thought to myself, okay, it's not all about the money for a guy like Alex Lauren. He's obviously yeah. a smart guy. We know that he knows how to pace himself, make the right investments, kind of, you know, create a, a, a wealth for, for himself outside of hockey. Um, but then I got to that press conference and, after Julian Brisebaugh spoke and before Alex Florence spoke, I think it was actually Victor Hedman, there was a lot of emotion. It just felt very heavy as if there was already conversations taking place that that was mm-hmm. their last moment or their last game with Alex Kalorn. So I think I agree. I didn't realize exactly how significant of a pay cut he would have to take in order to stay in Tampa Bay. And yeah. that's what makes it hard. Like you can be smart and you can be not all about the money, but in the same sense, there, if you have to take such an overly exaggerated pay cut, that's not going to benefit anybody. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, his last contract, I, I have it here. He was at 4.45 million. Uh, the Lightning definitely can't go to that again. Mm-hmm. And after having two career seasons in a row, uh, I think that he would be in line for a raise on top of that. And I, I don't think the Lightning would be probably willing to go above, <laughs> um, you know, maybe 3 million or so 
Uh, I, I honestly think it might be somewhat uh, financially irresponsible of him if he if he wanted to take something super low, yeah, uh, just to stay here because you know he's thirty three years old. Um, you know, you don't have too many contracts left, so I think that he, uh, I I don't know what's going to happen, honestly. Yeah, he's kind of got to make the move on the chessboard while it still makes sense rather than seeing what kind of comes down the gauntlet at a later age, um, even though some guys are playing so late in the game. And I think hockey is one of Mm -hmm. the unique sports where guys do play very late in their game. Um, You do have to be strategic about it, which brings me to Corey Perry and Pierre-Edouard Bellamar. Corey Perry said basically more so clear as day that he would love to stay with Tampa, um, that he thinks that this locker room still has a great chance at going to the cup and, and lifting it one more time. And he wants to be a part of that. Whereas of course, Bellamar who has just a very unique and fresh perspective on life was like, it is what Mm -hmm. it is. I love this group, but I just want to keep playing in general. What do you think the futures may reside with either one of these guys with the Tampa Bay lightning? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think for Perry first, I think that if he's willing to to come back here and do it again, I think that the Lightning would be more than willing to to offer him another deal, another year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially because like his last his last deal was a million dollars. I think that he would take that again, or maybe even less. I think that'd be another great value for a veteran forward. Um, so I think if he's willing to take that, I think the Lightning would gladly give it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as Belmar goes, um, he would be in the same boat as far as the same money and, and term as Perry would be. I I just don't know if I really see him coming back just because I feel like there's probably a, a time now to have some, some new faces sort of in the bottom six. And um, I, I think that they'll probably elect to move on from him uh, considering his age. Uh, th- he's 38 right now. So mm-hmm. I, I think that they would probably like to get a little bit younger and a little bit faster in the bottom six. So if I had to to say right now, I think it's a bit more likely that Perry comes back uh, before Belmar does. Yeah, I would say so too, especially because we know that Belmar has been through a lot this season Mm -hmm. and he's very transparent about that. But as for Corey Perry and his consistency, um, he was able to start picking things up that second half of the season, even though I think he went through like a 20 game drought for a minute, but still, I mean, he opened up playoffs on a strong note. I think he's just showing a little bit more buzz and you mentioned the bottom six getting a little faster and getting a little bit younger. Um, if you if you recall, what did you think of Janot being on that fourth line and if he was a bit of an uplifter and if that could be a potential role for him? Yeah, no, I, I certainly think that's an option. I think that they had uh, slid Janot down to the fourth line for a while. I think that's sort of when his game started to trend upwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be a, a welcomed face uh, to a bottom six. Uh, or the fourth line, like I think Asimont as well provides a speed option that the Lightning would have. So I think that right there, there's there's two good options to have on a fourth line that would probably uh, complement Maroon for sure mm-hmm. and uh, Perry if he comes back. So I, I think either one of those prov- would provide a, a decent option as a starting point with the guys that they already have on deck. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of focusing on the future of this team as we kind of get a picture of what guys we know might be safe when it comes to this summer's conversations of uh, either trades or contracts and so on and so forth. Um, Vasilevsky was a little bit more transparent to the best of his ability Mm -hmm. during his exit presser, managing to tell us that he was working through numerous small uh, injuries and he really felt them all hit at the same time after game 35 of the season. Um, Yeah. 
of course, people think it's an excuse or every NHL player is working through things. But how much do you credit Vasilevsky to say? I think that, you know, he was probably working through some things. He looked in rare form halfway through the season. Or do you think that he is just a workhorse who holds himself to an extremely high standard? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think he is like obviously, like you said, the big the big horse back there because of the amount of workload that he takes on as much as anybody in the NHL these days. Because the days of goalies playing sixty plus games are are over, and he's really among the league leaders in games played. So I think even him being able to admit that you know his um, like his mind and body weren't on the same page just because of all of the the mileage and the deep playoff runs in past years and getting as many starts as he does in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I think it sort of started to pile up a bit on him and you saw him, you know, not at his absolute best in playoffs. So I think that you'll continue to see maybe his regular season starts um, start to come down a little bit and having a longer summer now will certainly help with that. And, um, but, you know, like we mentioned, like they'll have a few other players to resign, but one priority is going to have to be signing a uh, a goalie as well whether they want to bring somebody up from the American league or not, they're still going to have to commit, you know, probably a million or so dollars to defining a new goaltender mm-hmm. and finding somebody that could probably take on more starts than a backup goaltender has here in the past few years. I think that's going to be certainly something to consider for sure. Absolutely. You said way into that so perfectly. Cause I was about yeah. to be my next question. You know, Vasilevsky is one of the top goaltenders in time between the pipes. And I found that so surprising heading into playoffs because while everybody's raving about the save percentage of Allmark and Samsonov and Shosturkin yeah. and Sorokin, they, none of those guys touched 50 games. Where you've got Vasilevsky, who I think at the point that I was researching that was at 53 games and almost mm-hmm. you know 600-plus saves more than any of these guys. So I don't think it's comparable if you're not spending as much time on the ice, but you hit a good point there that they're going to probably have to focus on picking up a goaltender. And I've kind of noticed a trend of them going for these veteran goaltenders. You know, yeah. we had Chris McElhaney, we had Brian Elliott, and while they've both had their moments, um, do you think it's just time to to change the page and kind of get a younger guy in there that could be either a potential successor or somebody who can evenly share the workload with Bassey? Yeah. Yeah, I think that they're certainly trending towards – probably not an even split just yet, but certainly trying to decrease the amount of games that Vassie's going to play. Um, I, I think a younger option is probably on the horizon. Um, Hugo Alnafelt this past year in Syracuse was pretty impressive. Yeah. And I think that he's going to be an option. I don't know if they're going to want to go to that right out of the gate uh, to start the season. So I would not be surprised if they bring in another one of these older veteran goaltenders, um, somebody that's going to be on a, on a cheaper deal. Uh, I don't think they'd want to spend much more than, a million and some change on a, on a backup goaltender. But mm-hmm. I, I, I would probably expect them to bring in a veteran with Alan Felt kind of lurking as a, uh, a younger option sort of down the road. I don't know if they'll be ready to go to him at the start of the season, but it's something to keep an eye on.